The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Long-range shooting requires a combination of the right equipment, preparation, and some mathematical know-how. So Jim and Trav have assembled a crack shot team, and they're hoping to leave you with the right skills, gear, and mindset that you'll need to become a better long-range shooter and hunter by the end of today's revolution. And it's presented to you by Outdoor Channel at OutdoorChannel.com. And now, here's Jim and Trav. Those guys are ballers, yo. Did somebody hook you up to a jumper cable or something? All right, so just catch your boys and girls up to speed. Jimbo and I are actually watching Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> All right, listen to it with us. Captain, if your mother saw you do that, she'd be very upset. I thought you were my mother. You're not that far from me, oh Lord. On my strength. Alright, so we're talking about long-range shooting on today's show. But you can't talk about long-range shooting unless you talk about snipers. snipers. And yeah. when you talk about snipers, you gotta talk about great movies, okay, that have snipers in them. Like Saving Private Ryan. Or what's another movie you like? I like Enemy at the Gate. That's yeah, Enemy at the one. Gate, that's a good one. And you know there's that new show with uh Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg called uh, I think it was like Shooter had a uh, not Denzel Washington. What's that other guy he played in Lethal Weapon? Danny Glover. Okay. Danny Glover was bad yeah. in that show. Um, you mean as an actor? <laughs> <laughs> and he, hasn't he been hanging out? Well, didn't he hang out with Hugo Chavez? I don't know if he did that, but he hung around with Mel Gibson. That was bad enough. He's anti-Semitic. <laughs> so. But no, we are talking about long-range shooting on today's show. And like we said, it's hard not to mention snipers. I think it's phenomenal what they do. And how about this Craig Harrison? He's from Great Britain, I think. Yeah, this guy in Great Britain, he used to hold the world's record for the longest shot kill. He's over in Afghanistan. We're going to play a clip for you just to set this up. Um, His buddies were under fire by a machine gunner kind of down in this valley. So he went up on this hillside and he made three shots at this machine gunner. Okay. And it was like 2,707 yards, I think it was. The first three shots, he missed completely, okay? So I think on the fourth round, he takes this guy out. He ends up taking two of them out. We're going to play this clip real quick. Corporal of Horse. He's a corporal in Great Britain. His name's Craig Harrison. Here's a clip. This is amazing. Listen to it. You're listening to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. The Hunting Ground, Helmand Province, Afghanistan. I'd be so nervous. The oh, mission. man. Eliminate insurgent machine gun team. Each shot brings Harrison closer to the target. Harrison makes another round of adjustments. He rests his point of aim six feet high and 20 inches left. More than a mile and a half stand between Harrison and his target. Imagine that. Uh, six feet up, 20 inches to the left. Harrison takes a breath. <laughs> That's crazy. Exhales and fires. Hit. That's a mile and a half. One That's Taliban a machine gun. gunner oh. dead. But can you believe that? So we kind of edited that down a little bit. But after he took that guy out, you know, the, the guy next to him rolled over, grabbed the machine gun. He racked another shell in the chamber. Boom, squeezed it off. Took that guy out, too. Two shots back to back. 2,707 yards. yards. That is I, that, that is amazing. Frank will actually pull up the information, though, uh, for that Australian, Australian sniper. Now, he was over in Afghanistan, I think it was even last year. And it's 3,079 yards. That's roughly 1.74 miles. That's a mile and three quarters. Yeah. That's crazy. Anyway, so we are almost in my mailbox. (laughs) You could shoot your mailbox if you wanted. I want to. You could commit a federal offense (laughs) against yourself. Right. You should do it. Anyways, all right, so we are talking about long-range shooting on today's show. And in this week's Ram Power Block. Powered by Ram at RamTrucks.com. Hey, folks, we'll hear from Mark Gurney from Ruger. Plus, phone is at 785-846-7647. We'll be Tim Brand with Federal Premium Ammunition. Outdoor Riders Jay Guthrie, defensive edges Sean Carlock, 
and the winner of ETU SWAT on Outdoor Channel's Tony Caspers. That wasn't too bad. I liked it. That was pretty good. Uh, like Jim said just a second ago, uh, we're just now being joined by Mark Gurney, and he's the Director of Product Management or Ruger. for Ruger. And I'm, he must be doing a great job because I'm super happy with everything that I have. That goes without saying. I just want to point this out real quick. What's that? Your shoes are so <laughs> ugly. He wears these, they call them Jerusalem Cruisers. I like sandals. They're the ugliest sandals in the world, and I hate them. I'll, I'll bet I'm you. I'm sorry. I'll bet you old Mark Gurney likes sandals. No, he doesn't. Uh, anyways, you know, Mark, uh, you guys there at Ruger, I mean, you, you handle just about everything. You make a model that could fit anybody, but... For in particular, we're talking about long range shooting and hunting. What's just a, a couple of models that you could single out, buddy, uh, that would be perfect for this application? Well, it really depends on how much money you want to spend. Ah. Because if you forgive me on this, I don't think there is any such thing as a long range rifle. There's just a question of what you want to get behind, you know, as far as trigger time, uh-huh. learning the ballistics of the round you're shooting, and go out and do it. You can talk about it all you want, but until you actually do it, then you can learn that just any gun can do it. Uh, we have a new gun out, the Ruger American Rifle. Mm-hmm. That's a 449 MSRP gun. Very reasonable. Now, yeah, very reasonable. Yeah. Uh, like all our rifles, has a cold hammer forge barrel, mm-hmm. which we, we forge down on the small side. They, are, they just shoot like a dream. Yeah. Uh, now... We've had a program going for a couple of years now. We take all our uh, knucklehead marketing guys like me <laughs> and all the smart engineers, yeah. and we send them to FTW Ranch in Texas for mm-hmm. their long-range shooting class. Yeah. Oh, man. And we've had guys out to 1,000 yards on just your basic 308 Ruger American rifle. 1,000 yards. Absolutely. Okay, about no. a 48-minute holdover or so, depending on the, the the ammo that you're using. But the fact of the matter is, now, what length of barrel? Does barrel have anything to do with accuracy and distance? Uh, distance, yes. Accuracy, no. Or accuracy, in the opposite of what you might think. The longer your barrel on most cartridges, you'll burn more powder for a longer time, and the bullet will come out faster. Mm-hmm. So now you're calculating your drops. You know, you're looking them up on a table. So if you start out with a higher velocity, you'll certainly finish with higher velocity, so it drops less. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't make it more accurate. And in fact, depending on whether the barrel is skinny or fat, uh, sometimes the longer barrel could make it a little less accurate if it's skinnier. Now, do you yeah. get that, that wobble in the barrel? Yeah, it flexes. Vib- yeah, it's, it's oscillation of the barrel. It vibrates. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you look at under high-speed video, you would go, wow, it's amazing these guns even shoot at all because they, they really <laughs> shake quite a bit. We, we have some friends that are long-distance shooters. And they're always talking about that bolt face as being a very important part of the equation of making this thing shoot right. Does it have that much control? Oh, sure. And that's kind of the, the joy of, you know, I've, I've been in this business for a while now. And, you know, in the old days, we had to, uh, if you really wanted a gun to shoot, you had to take it apart and blueprint it and mm-hmm. put it all, you know, gunsmith it all. Yeah. With good CNC machinery, smart people running them, you almost can't help but make a gun properly coming out right out of the box. Really? Yeah, otherwise, you've made a, a, a gross mistake. Uh, yeah. Hey, going back to what we were talking about, uh, actually, the American rifle is what Larry Wysoon, that's his preferred rifle. Larry's a cool guy. He's shot a lot of ammo, a lot of ammo through those guns yeah. and a lot of animals with the American. Did you know Larry's actually my dad? No kidding. Yep. Well, <laughs> I, I claim him as my dad. <laughs> I yeah, do that. My dad Nick, too. <laughs> next time you talk with next time you talk with Larry, is ask him is is Travis really your, your yes. son? Yes, he he will he will tell you yes. I promise you that. He says okay. just just look at the facial hair. You can you can see me in facial hair. Well, Mark, you're my brother. You're my long lost brother. I love you, man. <laughs> I love you too, buddy. Hey, we've been talking with Mark Gurney. Of course, he is the director of product management, which is a long title. But he does a great job. He does a great job. Anyways, one more time, Mr. Mark, where can we find you online, buddy? Ruger.com. Got to check him out. Also, they got a Twitter page, got Facebook. You can also see him on YouTube. Got to hop on there and check him out. But hey, also their TV show. Yeah, I mean, you could really oh. find them anywhere. Yeah. Ruger's very prolific. We found them in our basement. They're ubiquitous. <laughs> as that, that's what Jim that says. That is a great word. All right, so hey, we're the revolution. We're proudly brought to you by Outdoor Channel. Make sure you check them out at OutdoorChannel.com. Plus... Uh, Ram Trucks, RamTrucks.com, and Ruger at Ruger.com, and High Mountain Seasonings, that is H-I-M-T-N-Jerky.com, and Cabela's, World's Foremost Outfitter, at Cabela's.com, and how about Zeiss, 
at Zeiss.com forward slash sports. Some good sponsors, Jimmy. You bet. You know, hold, hold on a second. What? Anyways, no, Mark. Mark, thanks so much for calling in, buddy. We, we appreciate you, buddy. Thank you so much. Well, thank you, gentlemen. Appreciate your time. All righty. Hey, coming up next, you're not going to believe this. It's the ever-lovely Tim Brandt from Federal oh. Premium Ammunition. No, Tim is not lovely. You see that curly hair? It's wrong. All right, here's Mark <laughs> with, a, with a tip. They make a sound only other freaks can hear. The Revolution with Tim and Trav. Here's a little precision shooting 411 from Ram Trucks. The prone position is the steadiest and most comfortable of the shooting positions and the best field position to learn the fundamentals of rifle shooting. It is also the hardest position to assume. When you have minutes and the game animal is unalerted, it is the best position for firing an accurate long-distance shot. The prone position comes closest to imitating the rock-solid bench rest form and the small shot groups that come off a bench. More long-range shooting is in sight, and we'll get to it right after. After this, on The Revolution. A 20-year sibling rivalry will finally be settled on the season finale of King of the Spring. This is the grand finale, the final episode. And with Mark and Terry Drury all tied up on turkeys. At this point, I'm more than a little worried. It'll all come down to the last shot. We finally get to see who is going to be King of the Spring. Don't miss the season finale of King of the Spring, presented by Ram, Tuesday, March 26th at 10.30 p.m. Eastern. Only on Outdoor Channel, true to the core. It's time to fight fire with steel. To advance truck technology with the available Pentastar V6 and 8-speed transmission. The 2013 Ram 1500 with best-in-class fuel economy. Backed by a five-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty. Engineered to move heaven and earth. Guts. Glory. Ram. The new Ram 1500, with best-in-class fuel economy, is Motor Trend's 2013 Truck of the Year. Learn more about Ram's pioneering technologies at ramtrucks.com. Standard pickup class excludes hybrid models. EPA estimated 17 city, 20 combined, 25 highway MPG based on Ram V6 4x2. See dealer for powertrain limited warranty. Ram is a registered trademark of Chrysler Group, LLC. Everyone everywhere, brace yourself. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Presented by Outdoor Channel. That is bona fide, man. Now, here are the boys. Hey, we're back. You're All right, we're back. Uh, we actually found something out. We're going to clear something up. We're talking with Mark Gurney before the break with Ruger. We were talking about something. Couldn't figure out the name. When you shoot something, I'm talking really, really far, okay, you have to think about the Earth's rotation, and that's called the Coriolis effect, right? And now, in physics, the Coriolis effect is a deflection of moving objects when they are viewed in a rotating reference frame, meaning you shoot an object, you propel it, it's going straight. Well, as it's flying straight... The Earth is rotating, and what you're shooting at is rotating with the planet. Yeah, it's something that Michael from uh, Godfather would say. You're making up for your gear with you. There you go. Uh, that's why we keep you around, Jimmy. There you go. You're our thinker. <laughs> All right, so who are we just now being joined hey, with? We're being joined by Tim Brandt. He's Jimmy! The, uh, uh, what is he? He is the communications and events manager there for uh, federal, federal Premium Ammunition. Tim, how's it going, buddy? Great, guys. How you doing? Now, we're doing pretty good. But, you know, Jim, uh, in the beginning of the show, we had Frank uh, pull up some information. Actually, we asked him to because uh, the world record for the longest shot, uh, sniper shot, was held by Craig Harrison, but some Australian dude. It was dude. the uh, Corporal of the Horse. I don't Corporal know what that of means, the Horse but... in Great Britain, I guess it means something. Uh, but anyways, they have horses there. An Australian guy, they shoot horses there. I think an Australian they eat guy them too. <laughs> um, now holds um, the world's record as the longest sniper kill. Anyways, uh, the current record is held by an unknown Australian soldier from the Delta Company Second Commando Regiment with a GPS confirmed shot at three thousand seventy nine yards. The shot was taken in 2012 during the Operation Slipper uh, in the war in Afghanistan. That's roughly. 1.74 miles. That's crazy. Can you believe that? That is unbelievable. That is, I, I can't even think that far. I, I don't even know how you would go about doing it. But anyways, all right, long distance shooting, Tim. Uh, you know, there's basically two parameters that will define how a bullet performs, a bullet's shape and its construction. And uh, bullets with lower drag coefficient decelerate less rapidly. So we're in the market for those VLD bullets, very low drag bullets. 
And since you know everything about coefficients and, and stuff like that, what, what can you tell us? What are we looking for in our ammunition when it comes to long-range shooting, Tim? You know, for a long time, we've had our gold medal line. Yeah, great out, line. And uh, it's kind of the measuring stick for the industry and for a lot of hand loaders, and it's kind of fun talking to guys that are that are really into this sport. And um, they, they call us up quite a bit. We talk to them, and a lot of times they'll admit, hey, I love your gold medal. The only problem is, I can't hand load better than it. What's your secret? Oh, really? Yeah, you know, people have always poo pooed uh, the uh, factory loads, but uh, you know, you you've really come a long way since the fifties and sixties, haven't you? Right, and you know, when we introduced our premium line in the late seventies, you know, in hunting, that was one of the things we did. We took the best bullets on the market, put them in our hunting ammo because we knew that we know how to load load ammo and we know how to load it on a on a large scale, but keep, mm-hmm. keep the quality there. So. And that's just uh, transcended down to our gold medal line. You know, now we've got several different calibers available in gold medal, everything from 223 on up to the, the popular 338 Lapua. Mm-hmm. And uh, so back to the bullet drag, you know, obviously you want a, a high ballistic coefficient. Mm-hmm. You want to um, you want a bullet that doesn't get a lot of wind yeah. drag and, and affected like that. But then also it comes down to, you know, the shooter and the practice and, and knowing your tables and your charts and mm-hmm. your, your wind drift. Yeah, yeah, you're exactly right. But, you know, I, th- I think that the number that people should be most interested in for long range shooting is the lowest velocity at which the bullet will reliably perform on game. Because, I mean, to perform and penetrate, you, you need to have that bullet expand. So let's say at mm-hmm. what at which distance do you think it performs at its peak? Because, you know, every single um, load, it's going to start dropping off where you're not going to get that expansion, where you're not going to feel like you can make an ethical uh, one-shot kill. What what would you put that at? You know, we get calls all the time from guys that say, hey, you know, how far can I shoot your 165-grain 30-06 trophy tip and have the bullet work? And we never say 432 yards or 211 <laughs> yards because there's so many variables. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know and... I like to bring up the, the story I was hunting with an industry friend, and uh, we were in Africa, and uh, he shot a red hartebeest at, mm-hmm. with a out 6 one shot, mm-hmm. at uh, 315 yards. Wow. Dang. Shot. Fan- yeah. Fantastic. Uh-huh. And, you know, we got up to the animal, and we knew right away that something was a little bit different. The entrance wound was a lot bigger than you'd normally see. Mm-hmm. And then uh, as the bullet passed through, we could see it tucked in the skin on the outside, which is, you know, ideally perfect, but yeah. when we cut it out, the bullet hadn't even expanded at all, and, oh. and you know, you, you'd immediately think the bullet failed. Well, the bullet didn't fail. He had shot through brush, and so the bullet had actually impacted the animal sideways. Oh, wow. So, Holy cow. So, so the bullet's not going to expand when it does that. However, a cheaper bullet or a bullet that's not as tough won't penetrate because it'll probably blow up. It won't stay together, but because he was shooting the, the trophy bonded tip, he was still able to take that that animal down. And you know, the upset wasn't a catalog worthy yeah. picture; it was actually the exact opposite. However, he got his animal in one shot, very humane. The, the animal didn't even run, Dang. and uh, he he made a fantastic shot. Yeah. But uh, so there's an instance where somebody might pull that out and say, "Hey, the trophy bonded tip, it's no good." <laughs> but then you got to think about it and say, "Well, actually." Uh, it probably did its job, and then some. Yeah, well, Jim is very ostentatious. He doesn't. <laughs> he, he just. He's so confident he can hit anything, Tim. Well, there's a lot of those. A lot of those people out there. He probably can. I mean, I've, I've talked to Jim. I've never hung with him before, but he talks a good game. So he must well. well, there's a lot of luck involved when I squeeze that trigger. Tim is too nice to you, Jim. He's way too nice. He now, likes me. To find no, he really doesn't. But to find out more about a federal premium ammunition, everything that you guys have to offer, Tim, uh, where can we find you online? Plus, you got like a Facebook, uh, YouTube, Twitter, all that good stuff, right? Yeah, we've got all those things. Uh, we've also got our website at www.federalpremium.com. It's new. A few months ago, we launched it. It's great. I know I've talked about it on this program before, but, but I can't um, say enough about the, the ballistics table that we have and the, and the ability to look at your products right there mobily. Our site's designed for mobile use first and then for your desktop. Mm-hmm. It's great for in the field, around the campfire, in the store. 
great for uh, conversations, arguments, that whatever you need. <laughs> you bet. Hey, that was Tim Brand. He's a communications and events manager there at Federal Premium. He's the man that knows everything. But hey, we're the revolution. We're brought to you by Outdoor Channel. Make sure you check them out at outdoorchannel.com plus Ram Trucks at ramtrucks.com. And how about Cabela's World's Foremost Outfitter at cabelas.com and Ruger at ruger.com and High Mountain Seasonings at himtnjerky.com. Mr. Tim, man, thank you so much for coming on, buddy. We appreciate it. Hey, guys, thanks a lot. Hope uh, your spring goes well. Hey, you too, buddy. But coming up next, we've got old Jay Guthrie. He is a uh, contributing editor for Field and Stream and Guns and Ammo Magazine. Yeah, coming up next. But first, we got another tip for Mark. Let's get to it. Here's some long-range knowledge for your noggin from Ram Trucks. Use good optics. This applies to both your target identification and target acquisition optics. You'll need binoculars and or a spotting scope to locate, identify, and possibly field judge your quarry. Never point your firearm at anything you cannot identify and do not intend to shoot at. But once you have properly identified your target, you can aim and fire. Remember to hit us up with your questions at radio at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com and the revolution will return right after this. Hunting from a tree is good, but hunting from inside a tree is better. The Tree Blind from Nature Blinds is the most realistic hunting blind on the planet. It fools animals and looks great on your property, too. Visit natureblinds.com for details. The Ruger American Rifle, an American legend is born. The Ruger American Rifle is a 100% American-made firearm that offers outstanding performance at a great price. It features power bedding integral bedding blocks for outstanding accuracy. A Ruger Marksman adjustable trigger for a crisp and user-adjustable 3-5 to pound trigger pull. A flush fit 4-round rotary magazine for smooth and reliable feeding. And a 3-lug bolt with 70-degree throw for ample scope clearance and fast follow-up shots. The Ruger American Rifle, another American-made product from Ruger. Season 1, change bass fishing forever. This time, I hate losing. Their bass is on the line. I'm a little jacked right now. The world's best anglers. Look at that! Are all in. Yes, yes. And 23 more still want their trophy. Get hooked again. Jack Links Major League Fishing. Thursdays, 9 p.m. 8 Central. Only on Outdoor Channel. True to the core. High Mountain Seasonings, the world's best kits for turning your game into jerky and sausage. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. Due to the graphic nature of this program, you're listening to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Can you believe these characters? Discretion is advised. And we're back, Jim. What in the heck are you wearing? What kind of clone is that? It's called uh, Pink 69. <laughs> you wearing some golden estrus. That's it. <laughs> I love it. Oh, my gosh. A little between my cheek and gum. No, that's the other stuff. <laughs> you smell amazing. You can take that either way. Uh, we are talking about long-range shooting on today's show. Before the break, though, we hear from Tim Brandt. Uh, he is the communications and events manager for Federal Premium Ammunition. Um, ammunition. Ammunition. <laughs> All right. I'm right now, I am actually holding the current issue of Field and Stream. March uh, came out this month. It's not Playboy. <laughs> uh, anyway, stop. Look at that. I want to show you this picture right here. And the, the title of the article is uh, The Thousand Yard Shot. But look at the guy posing in this picture. Josh Harnett, right? Hartnett. Hartnett. Is that who you're talking about? The guy yeah, from Pearl Harbor? Pearl Harbor, yeah. This guy right here looks like a freaking supermodel. He's all decked out. He's laying in the grass. It's a beautiful photo. You turn the page again. Oh! There he is, right there. He's so handsome. Here's the, you know, incredible. Got a little scruffy beard there. Incredibly spooky part. This is our next guest right here, Jake Guthrie. And he's, your wife came up today because I had this open. She goes, oh my gosh. He's hot. <laughs> she told me the same thing. Well, she can't help herself. <laughs> <laughs> Guthrie, how's it going, buddy? <laughs> Man, I'm doing great sitting down here in uh, Bama. Turkey season open this weekend, so life's good. Hey, you can't beat that. Now, what? I mean, you write for just about everybody out there. Who's who's a couple of people you write for, buddy? Uh, lucky guy. I'm a contributor to Guns and Ammo, Shooting Times, Peterson's yeah. Hunting, and uh, I'll ride for Field and Stream whenever they let me. So. Sweet. Yeah, we're actually talking about a, a new article that you have in the, this brand new edition Current of Field issue, and Stream. Current issue, 2013 March. Yeah, the thousand-yard thousand shot. You got yes, I, and this is a fascinating article. Uh, you really break it down for people, but first of all, if I want to touch on one thing you, you put in here, I'm going to let you explain it. Why does every outdoorsman and woman, especially when you're into like big game hunting, why do we need to practice at uh, long-range shooting? Well, uh, long-range shooting makes you a really good 
short range shooter. Thank um, you. And the same goes for a lot of different things. Uh, you can never get enough practice, yep. whether you're a shotgun shooter, or a pistol shooter, or a rifle shooter. But long range shooting will really show you where you fall apart as a marksman. And uh, anytime you're laying behind the rifle and you really have to be good at fundamentals to make a long range shot, that's going to carry through to the field. Mm-hmm. So when you're yeah. practicing long range shooting, you're making yourself a better shot at really any range. Now, in the article, you uh, actually mentioned five different guns that uh, that you have shot or like to shoot. And, uh, you know, they vary in price from as low as $1,200 all the way up to like six grand. But they all have that AR platform. Do you suggest if you're going to do long range shooting to use the AR platform or can you use well, just a regular well, a like American of them rifle? I have the AR platform. Uh, the Zell Custom uses an AR lower. Some of the other ones are bolt actions. Yeah. Um, it really depends on how versatile you need to be, and what's going to determine the kind of action you use is really determined by the cartridge you use. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've got a Les Bear Custom and 6.5 Grindle that I shoot at 1,000 on our platform, and then I have some, you know, big, huge bolt actions that shoot 50 BMGs that I use at 1,000. It's just kind of a matter of what mood am I that particular day. Now, I noticed on the rifle that uh, that you're pictured in, what the heck kind of a scope is that? I mean, it, it, it looks like it could cook breakfast. <laughs> looks mean, man. <laughs> you know, that's one of the best deals going in the world as far as I'm concerned. It's a Night Force NXS 5.5 to 22 by 50. Dang. With, uh, a zero-stop turret and, and one mil adjustment. And believe it or not, um, it looks pretty complicated. It looks pretty amazing. But it's really a, a really affordable piece of equipment. But, yeah, um, you can't go wrong with optics because if you can't see a target at a thousand yards, if you can't get a repeatable adjustment out of a scope, you're not going to hit it consistently. Well, at a thousand yards, you ought to have a lot of mirage problems. What the, what do you do about that? You know, you're right. Um, Magnification is your friend a lot of times because a lot of see your target. But most of the time here where I'm shooting down at my home range uh, with a friend of mine named Gerald Allen in South Alabama, um, I can't use over about 15 or 20 power because the Mirage is so bad. Mm-hmm. But the Mirage does help you out because it's a really consistent way to read wind. You know, the, the wind actually blows the Mirage. And it's a more consistent indicator of wind than, say, uh, leaves or grass or everything but wind flags, really. That is amazing. I've never heard of that before. I've never the heard of that. The wind blows the Mirage. Now, you're talking about... Uh, you get wet. <laughs> <laughs> it should shoot a minute of angle, which equates to one-inch grooves at 100 yards. And in theory, those one-inch grooves, you magnify that times 10. And 1,000 yards, you're going to be shooting 10-inch grooves. So we really have to have everything down pat in close range before we even think about branching out to that 500, 600, you know, ultimately getting to that 1,000 mark, correct? Oh, you hit the nail on the head. Um. In fact, when I'm taking a brand new rifle that I want to shoot at a thousand for whatever reason, yeah. I'll zero it a hundred or two, just like I mentioned in the article. And then generally, uh, after having generated my drop data using a ballistics program, I'll walk out to the thousand yard line taking notes on variations from the data I got as I go. So, yeah, and the thing you also have to remember is that. Okay, you're laying out there on a thousand yard line and you've got a really good group going, but in between your you know, third and fourth shot, if the wind changed direction or, more importantly, changed speed just five or ten knots, that can greatly affect where your bullet's going to land at a 1,000. So I think that's part of the attraction, part of the game. It's just, you know, the ever-changing nature of conditions and your equipment and, and being able to shoot consistently. Yeah, now, do you have, a uh, uh, like, a portable uh, a wind barometer or a wind uh, whatever it's called? Well, that's one of the other things in this story that, that I really keyed in on is that the equipment to do this is more affordable and more accessible than ever. I actually use a little Kestrel weather center. Yeah. I mean, it's smaller than your iPhone, and it gathers all kinds of data. It has an anemometer, which measures wind speed and direction, a barometer, a thermometer, an altimeter, and it gives me all the data that I need so I can plug into uh, actually carry a little uh, iPod touch. Mm-hmm. And I have a couple different ballistics programs. Before I start shooting, I throw everything out on the bipod, get all set up, gather my wind conditions, my weather conditions, my atmospheric, they're called, mm-hmm. and I'm right into this little program. And it spits out a chart with all my corrections out there. Hey, we've been talking with Jay Guthrie, and he is a contributing editor to Guns and Ammo magazine. That's right. And Guthrie, uh, one more time, if we want to find out more about you, all the, the fine organizations, uh, companies you write for, uh, where, where do we have to head to online to do that, buddy? 
you know, just go to the magazine website. It's probably the, the best place, you know, field machines, guns and ammo, shooting time, Peterson hunting. You'll uh, be able to catch my stories about shooting there. All right. Well, hey, we want to say a special thanks to our sponsors, Outdoor Channel at OutdoorChannel.com, uh, plus Ram Trucks at RamTrucks.com, Ruger at Ruger.com, and High Mountain Seasonings at uh, HIMTNJerky.com, plus Cabela's. World's foremost outfitter, Acabellas.com. But Guthrie, man, thank you so much for coming on and, and talking about this article you wrote, Fill the Stream, buddy. Blast having hey, you on, man. Thank you so much for having me. It was great talking. Hey, you too, man. Hey, coming up next, you're not going to believe this. We got Sean Carlick with Defensive Edge. Carlock. Hey, we got Sean Carlick with Defensive Edge. Carlock. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Carlock. Anyways, uh, here's Mark with another tip. Thanks, guys. So the good folks at Ram just wanted you to know, board guides, if you don't have one, get one. Without a good board guide, you are just wasting your time trying to break in a barrel or cleaning it for that matter. More rifle barrels are destroyed by cleaning without a board guide than by shooting. There are many types and brands of board guides available on the market, and they range in price from $5 to $50. So don't be cheap and buy one. More long-range shooting to come with Jim and Trav. So hang on. For 20 years, Outdoor Channel brings you television you don't just watch, but brings you closer with information you can use. With expert talent you can't find anywhere else. Jim Shockey, Ted Nugent, Lee and Tiffany, Michael Waddell, and more. And now we've got more of what you love with new original series that go outside to get to the heart of what is inside. Outdoor Channel true to the core. Get it today. Call 855-44-OUTDOOR. Gear Aids repair products make it easy to restore gear to like new condition. Use Aqua Seal to patch waders, seam grip for leaky tents, and Revive X to repel rain. Dozens of products with hundreds of uses. See the full line and find a local dealer at gearaid.us. Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their many stores. With the best selection, prices, and quality, all backed by a legendary guarantee. For the best in outdoor gear, go to www.cabelas.com. Are you looking for a new pair of binoculars that you can count on? Check out the new Zeiss Conquest HD, a revolution in design, ergonomics, and optics. The all-new HD lens system offers clear and crisp images with true brilliant colors and are covered by Zeiss's five-year no-fault policy. Check out Zeiss.com sports for more information. Please adjust your universal translator to the language of your understanding. We will begin in zero seconds. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav. <laughs> run, Jim, it was the Popos, run! <laughs> Why? They see me rolling, they hating, patrolling and trying to catch me riding dirty. You know, when I think of riding dirty, uh-huh. that's what happens after we go deer hunting. Yeah. You're all sweaty and covered in blood. And then you're right. dirt and everything else. I, according to Frank, now I got to say real quick that that Frank was. Frank knows a lot about uh, popos. That was Chamillionaire. Riding dirty. Uh-huh. Um, I guess Frank says riding dirty means when you've been caught with uh, contraband in your car. What does Frank know about that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's um, a behind-the-scenes kind of guy, and yet he gets out there. Um, you know, the funny thing is about Chamillionaire. You know, I mean, he's a prolific rapper, but the man is an extremely smart uh, businessman, astute businessman, entrepreneur. Yeah, I uh, crazy. But the whole reason we did that, uh, anyways, is because our next guest once again, his name is Sean Carlock, and he has defensive edge. But he's an 11-year SWAT narcotics officer. Uh, Sean, how's it going, buddy? Not too bad. How are you guys today? Uh, we're doing pretty good. Now, 11 years as SWAT narcotics officer. Obviously, you ran into some pretty... You took um, a lot of dope. Yeah, precarious <laughs> situations, buddy. Was that, a, was that a pretty uh, cool career to have? Well, it was interesting. There was always something new going on every day, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah. Now, now, being part of a SWAT team, it's probably much like uh, uh, a Ranger team where each person in that team has a specific job but can do everything. Now, was your specific job a long-distance uh, sniper? Uh, no, that was just a sideline job for me. My primary deal was I was the entry team leader and uh, unit commander for small tactics. That's a pretty cool uh, job description to have. <laughs> it's, it's much fa- it's much fancier than the one I have. Now I want to I want to read an email real quick, Sean. And we actually let me pull this up real quick. It's from a Cash Abshire. That's a heck of a name in Connecticut. Uh, anyways, he writes, Jim and Trav. I just want to set the record straight. I've heard uh, you two speak of four to five hundred yards as long range, but it's more correctly identified as mid-range long range would be more like 1000 yards plus yes for you guys four to five hundred yards may be long range but to an experienced rifle shot like myself 
Uh, that's uh, rather close. Now, he's kind of full of it, personally. <laughs> Th- that was kind of a mean email. But anyways, is he correct, though? Is long range more or less you get up around that eight, nine hundred, a thousand yards? Well, I think that long range really depends on your abilities. I always looked at short range, medium range, and long range relative to what your abilities were. You know, for some people, that he's correct in that, you know, mid-range is four or 500 yards, and long range is out there at 1,000 yards. And for some people, 300 yards is long range, you know. Mm-hmm. So then you get yeah. other guys that are extreme-range shooters that are shooting from 1,000 to 2,000 yards, and Dang. 800 or 900 yards is kind of short range to them. Yeah. Now, we're hunters, and let's say uh, you're going after a trophy moose. I don't know why it would be that long of a shot. Let, let's change it. Let's say elk. <laughs> Okay, this is like a 10 by 10 bull. This is a world record setting bull elk. Okay, Sean, what would you feel comfortable shooting out to? Would you feel if you had, I mean, everything was perfect. Conditions perfect. What would you feel comfortable taking a shot at, Sean? Well, and you you hit the very key issue. If the conditions are perfect, I'd shoot 15 or 1600 yards (laughs) and be quite confident. Are you serious? Really? Well, if you look on our website. We've got a video clip of a bull my dad killed at 1,314 yards with one shot. And the oh. year before that, in the very exact spot, Dude. I killed one at 1,308. Now, real quick, Al, before we go on with this, where can we find you online, Sean? Uh, our website is www.defensiveedge, all one word with two E's together in the middle, dot net. Now, now I, I, I've watched these uh, programs. Now, some of them uh, in me at the gate where uh, you, you see uh, the, the sniper, I mean, he's clicking and adjusting and so forth, uh, you know, side motions and so forth, and then something on the end of the scope and, and so forth. That must be the critical part of knowing how many clicks to do in order to get to that uh, that distance, right? Yeah, obviously Jim doesn't even know the right names for all the little buttons and I, knobs. I don't. They're little <laughs> knobbies. Sean's you like, you guys are dipsticks. <laughs> You're, you're absolutely right. You know, the big thing that a lot of people make the mistake in doing is thinking, hey, if I get this, I can look on this chart and just dial this stuff up and go shoot. And boy, that's just not the case. You really shouldn't be shooting at game animals or any animals for that matter at distances you haven't previously shot the rifle already. You know, I, I wouldn't get into ethics too much, but that's just my deal. I would only shoot at distances and conditions I've already shot in before, but you have to know what to dial, how to read the conditions, and how they're going to affect the trajectory of your shot. Now, now, when Trav and I, when we go out to sight in a rifle, honest to God, we'll go through three or oh. four boxes of shell. We're the absolute worst. It's a cluster. I mean, it's a total train wreck, Sean. Yeah. It's and, horrible. And, and it, you know, people talk about a one-shot zero. Yeah. Well, I can't do that. I, matter of fact, I, I waste more ammunition just trying to get it on the paper. We're like a one-case zero, you know? <laughs> <laughs> one case of shells and one case of beer. But... I mean, the beer comes after the shooting, though. Where do you think we're going wrong? Well, again, you know, you can go to school, but just like you talk about the one-shot zero, quite simply, the easiest way to do that is to fire that first round, and wherever it hits, you bag the gun down really good so it won't move, and adjust the scope until the crosshairs move up to where it actually did hit, and then you're zeroed. Really? Didn't think yep, of that. If you, <laughs> down, if you bag the gun down solid where it won't move and it's yeah. on the bullseye and it hit high into the left, then you keep it on the bullseye and then don't move the gun and turn only the turrets until the crosshairs are on the bullet hole and you'll be within a quarter of a half an inch of where it hit. <laughs> Things you learn. <laughs> yeah, we should have talked to, to Sean a long time should've ago. should have talked to you like a couple decades ago, Sean. A couple of thousand dollars ago. <laughs> That is amazing. You know, it's little pieces of information like that that, that really make a guy or gal's day uh, go much easier. Yeah, I, I mean, really. Now, now these schools that you have, now you're located in what state? We're in Idaho. 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 And so you can shoot about any day of the week out there. How often, you said you had nine classes throughout the year. Do you, does it start now and go through the fall, or how does it work out? <laughs> we can't get out to the spots we shoot our long-range stuff until some years around the 1st of June. We teach from June until midway through August. So once we start into teaching season, it's teaching and instructing for about two and a half months pretty solid. Dang! Wow. Hey, that was Sean Carlick, and of course he has Defensive Edge out there in Idaho. One more time, Sean. Where can we find you online, buddy? We're at Defensive Edge, 
This man can teach you everything. He schooled Jimmy and I. He's, he's taught me a lot that I should not go out in the field again. <laughs> we should have just kept our mouths shut. That's right. We don't make ourselves look good. Anyways, we're the revolution. We're brought to you by Ruger. Check them out at Ruger.com plus High Mountain Seasonings. That is H-I-M-P-N-Jerky.com and uh, Outdoor Channel. Look them up at OutdoorChannel.com plus Ram Trucks, RamTrucks.com. Mr. Sean, man, this has been very interesting, buddy. Uh, once again, I highly recommend everyone hopping on his website, uh, possibly signing up for some of his classes. Look through everything that to. he offers. We definitely need to sign up for every class he has, Jim. But anyway, Sean, man, thank you so much for coming on, buddy. Thanks for having me, guys. Alrighty. Hey, coming up next, you know, really this, we've got the winner of the Elite Tactical Unit SWAT on Outdoor Channel. On Outdoor Channel. Tony Casper's coming up next. Won 100 grand. Stick around. Coming up next. We're talking about long-range shooting. Uh, stay tuned. So this dude at Ram Trucks just told me that any rifle that shoots one-inch groups consistently can take deer out to 350 yards or more. And by consistently, he means one-inch groups time after time, not one-inch groups in five or ten tries. He also said that the minimum accuracy needed for a 350-yard shot would be groups that consistently measure no larger than 1.5 inches. This will put your bullet in a six-inch circle at 400 yards. But don't go anywhere because Jim and Trav aren't done yet. When it comes to camping, I like to relax, but I was getting stressed about camp cooking. Then I discovered the Camp Chef Portable Outdoor Oven. This junior-sized oven works with a small propane bottle and is perfect for family camping trips with a matchless ignition, heating up to 400 degrees, and space to put a 9 by 13 inch pan. I can cook cinnamon rolls for breakfast, casseroles for dinner, and pie for dessert. Look for the Portable Outdoor Oven at a store near you or online at CampChef.com. Camp Chef, the way to cook outdoors. Who's watching your home when you're not there? It could be a burglar. Burglars prefer to break in when they think no one is home, and no one will stop them. Don't be an easy target for intruders. Protect your home with a free security system monitored by ADT, the leader in home security. Pick up your phone right now and get free hardware, free medical and fire alert, and free activation. It's an $850 value. Just call Protect Your Home, your authorized ADT dealer, at 1-866-669-8954. You'll get 24-hour protection, and there's no cost for parts or activation. Call now about a free security system monitored by ADT. Call 1-866-669-8954. $99 installation charge, 36-month monitoring agreement at $35.99 per month. Call for terms and conditions to this offer and protect your home license numbers. Call now, 1-866-669-8954. That's 1-866-669-8954. All right, finally, some excitement. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav. This is either really good or really bad. I'm out of breath. <laughs> yeah, you know, breaks are shorter than you think. Trying are. to get an extra drink on a break. Yeah. Walking across the studio. Well, frankly, I saw you whizzing by the studio <laughs> to get back in your was, chair. I was thirsty, dude. You know, we're talking about long-range shooting on today's show. This has been a lot of fun. This is the wrap-up. Kind of tough. Kind of a sad time for you. Frank! <laughs> you ready? You know what that sounds like in my headset? <laughs> I don't care. Frank, you please play it. Cause it's now, this is music. I will not sing during Five Finger Death Punch. This is far from home. This is amazing music. Frank, please turn it back up, buddy. Crank it up. Here. You like this? I like it. It's amazing. I love everything that Five Finger Death Punch stands for, uh-huh. uh, what they do for our servicemen and women. But you know what? I I have the most respect for our servicemen and women, for our law enforcement, firefighters. Uh-huh. Dog catcher. That little boy that works at Sonic. He makes the best <laughs> drinks, too. He's so nice. You ever notice when you go there? Honestly, God, I call him little because he looks like he's 11. Uh-huh. You know, you almost want to call social services <laughs> or whatever. Whoever you need to call. Child labor law. INS, maybe. I don't know. But he sounds like he's British. <laughs> you ever notice that? No. Oh, yeah. You had to go there and talk to him. I don't think he is. Anyways, we're talking about long-range shooting on today's show. Before the break, though. Hey, we heard from old uh, Sean Carlock. Yeah. And uh, he's with uh, Defensive Edge up there in Idaho. But, you know, ETU SWAT Elite Tactical Unit actually came. The finale was this past Wednesday. You know, Outdoor Channel just they're right over the top of the show. Yeah. Um, David and Scott are dead. No, not David and Scott. Adam and Scott. I don't know where I came up with I'm sure there was a David in there somewhere. Well, we'll find one in Um, Tony Caspers. He's a SWAT guy himself. He's on today's show. Tony Caspers. How's it going, buddy? 
How you doing, guys? Yeah, we're doing pretty good. Now, this is I. This is incredible. You this won. has been an amazing series. Talk about intense. Emotions run high. But, I mean, a series like this does so much for the unit that you're in. But also, didn't you walk away with, like, ten grand for you? And then for your station, didn't you guys get, like, 100000 bucks? I got 10000 and my uh, my unit got a hundred. Hey, dude, 10000 bucks. that's not bad. <laughs> yeah, that's not just a poke in the eye. That's better than a kick yeah, in the... Be, it should be the other way around, though. <laughs> yeah, you guys get 10 I get 100 because, let's see, last time I checked, I did all the work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. My vacation, my time. Yep, exactly. Yeah. All right, so uh, once again, the final episode of ETU SWAT Elite Tactical Unit was this past Wednesday. Uh, but for those people that weren't able, Tony, to uh, tune in and to actually watch it, kind of break it down for us real fast. Um, give us the curtailed version. What all took place uh, this past Wednesday, buddy? Oh, absolutely. Um, there's only two of us left, Scott and I, and we're going to basically do a drug raid, and it's only two of us, and we go with our team leaders. Sweet. And uh, so Terry and I go through, and we punch it, and we kill all the bad guys, and we just re-rock it. Um, <laughs> we, we win the challenge. And then it goes force on force. Then they put us back in the building, blindfold us, and then we have to hunt each other. Oh, I end no. up killing. Yeah, I end up killing Adam, the SAS guy. <laughs> Scott kills my partner, um, Terry, the um, special forces operator, and then Terry, again, Scott and I. He took out Terry Shepard? He took out Terry Shepard, and I took out Adam, yep. That <laughs> I like Terry. <laughs> yeah, Terry, oh, Terry's, believe me, tries hanging out with him for a month straight. <laughs> yeah, I'll bet, yeah. Well, we had him on the show, and he was just absolutely fantastic. This guy's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, he is, he is a ham. Um, so we went into the shoot-off. Yeah. The shoot-off was a handgun, carbine, and three thirty-eight Lapua. Oh! Was, our last shot was to blow up a uh, car full of explosives. <laughs> Boom. So, Scott's dead. Yeah. You're the winner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Nice, dude. This is awesome. Yeah. Now, do you use that to three thirty-eight Lapua? No, we, we actually we don't. Um, we never even, you know, we, even when we shot our 1,000-yard shots, we never, we got about seven or ten rounds to practice. We couldn't touch a scope, so we didn't even know where it was hitting, so we used Kentucky windage. That was about two <laughs> feet high and a foot over off the target to even hit it. Yeah. Now, you're actually active SWAT right now. You've been in this for 23 years there in uh, uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota, correct? Correct. I've been around the block a few times. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you're, you're, you're constantly uh, smacking around scum, cleaning up the streets. This is a very intense, emotional, stressful job, isn't it? It is. It, it, it is very stressful. And it was, even the show, you know, brought that out. It was more stressful because I knew when I go home, if I would have, if I would have lost and made a mistake, my boys would have never let me down. You know, they're ruthless. <laughs> yeah. Well, how do you psych yourself up for that? Okay. Like, let's say no, normal people, you go to a board meeting, you might uh, have an extra cup of Joe, you know, put an extra espresso shot in it. What do you do to mentally psych yourself up to prepare yourself? To know that, I mean, this could be the last time I open a door. This could be the last time I do anything. How do you prepare? Buy donuts. Yeah, how do you prepare yourself for that? Controlled chaos? Well, <laughs> we, uh, we usually call we call uh, stress inoculation. It's through training. <laughs> really? Just like the military or anything else like that, you have a mission to execute, and you have uh, jobs. And regardless of what's going around you, we can't control that. But if everyone does their job, we can definitely contain it. Yeah. yeah. Now, now you're, you're the point, man. And we've established yep. that. Now, you're on the outside. You're about to go in. Which is the worst to be faced with? A guy in there with a knife, a handgun, a shotgun, or a rifle? Well, any firearm, a knife, you know, I can probably deal with a little bit. But anytime they have a weapon, you know, the biggest problem we have is getting through that um, that choking point, the front door. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's, we have really good intelligence, we'll use other um, breaching points. Um, last week, we had a barricaded suspect, and we used a bobcat to actually rip a wall, a uh, really? hole in the wall. To get Seriously? So, Holy. Yes, yes. Let's get the skid steer and handle the schmuck. Holy <laughs> cow, dude. Well, you got you to gotta take your hat off to the uh, the folks at Outdoor Channel. Oh, definitely. I mean, they thought out of the box when they came up with ETU SWAT, didn't they? It was actually kind of funny because I'm like, I always thought, you see the other shows, I'm like, when are they going to have um, SWAT operators go against each other? And I think they did a really good job representing what we do on a daily basis. Well, I think it's really cool. Yeah, you brought up a great point there. You always see the movies, and let's face it, Hollywood never portrays any law enforcement. Except Sylvester Stallone. Well, he's just B.A. is what he is. <laughs> yeah, he's the, he's the real deal, right, Tony? Yeah, oh, God, yeah, right, uh-huh. Yeah, and even like uh, Steven Seagal, there you go. He's yeah. another great guy. Well, his hair oh. gets in his eyes. But one thing that I thought was really cool is they showed you a side that you never get to see. I mean, you guys are like the unsung heroes. 
When we live our regular day, we stop by Starbucks, we get stressed out at the office. We don't realize that there's this whole other world out there that somebody else takes care of for us, you know, that keeps us safe. And I really thought it was yeah. cool how Outdoor Channel kind of highlighted that and said, this is what they go through on a regular day. I mean, this is what you do. This is real life. And I, I thought I thought it was just a tremendous show. Yeah, thank you. I mean, we always said, you know, we try to be like, you know, like everyone else, quiet professionals. If you don't hear about us, we're doing a good job. <laughs> well, hey, we're, we're actually going to have to stop you right there, Tony. We've got to get to a break. But we don't fast. want to. We no, like you. We like you a lot. Plus, we want your money. But uh, we got to mention some of our sponsors. How about Outdoor Channel at OutdoorChannel.com? You know, I'm sure they're going to be coming out uh, once again with another uh, season of uh, Elite Tactical Unit SWAT coming out. Such a great show. How about Ram Trucks? RamTrucks.com. Uh, drive somewhere in a Ram truck. Um, that was a good plug. <laughs> How about High Mountain? It kind of fell short, didn't it? High Mountain Seasoning is at H-I-M-T-N-Jerky.com uh, and Ruger at Ruger.com plus Zeiss at Zeiss.com forward slash sports. But, uh, Tony, man, uh, we just want to say thank you so much for what you do. You are a true hero. For keeping us safe and all of the people around you. Yeah, we truly do appreciate it, even though Jim doesn't show it. I do. And now, anyways, congratulations, buddy. We, we wish you and your son the best of luck out there. Thanks for calling in, man. Well, I think your support guys, you're, you're awesome. Part of the revolution. Hit up radio at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. And now, two men who live, eat, breathe the outdoors. Hey, we want to give a special thanks to all of our 419 affiliate stations, your advertisers, and everyone that makes the show possible. Like Miss Bunny, Fun Joe, our producer Mark Canary, Frank the Sound Guy, Mark Gurney, Tim Brand, Jay Guthrie, Sean Carlock, and Tony Casper. It's actually Mrs. Bunny. She's married. Uh, anyways, next week on the show, we're going to be talking about spring turkey hunting. That's hard to believe. Anyways, happy uh, spring. <laughs> we didn't say that today. It's springtime. But we're going to be doing it with the help of Outdoor Channel Plus Ram Trucks. Two five people. We love them. All right. So, uh, you know what? This weekend, get outside. Take some kids with you. I don't care what you do. Just get outside. Don't be one of those nerds that plays video games on the weekend. Don't be a pale freak. Don't be a pale freak. Got to get outside. But you know what? Stick around because your local news weather, it is coming up next. God bless you, boys and girls. Jim and I just got caught in my cord <laughs> for my headphones. Jim and I love you. Did it again. And we'll talk to you next week. Uh, stick around. again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the voice america sports channel for more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest please visit voiceamericasports.com the voice america talk radio network is the worldwide leader in live internet talk radio visit voiceamerica.com the views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by voice america talk radio network its staff and management